What's cracking, big dogs? <clears throat> oh, my shit's cracking already. That's what's cracking. My voice is what's cracking. Week one is happening is what's cracking. My name is Nicholas. This is BDGE, Big Dogs Got E Fantasy Football, and this is our Saturday live stream every Saturday around noonish, 12.30, 1 p.m., <clears throat> whenever my hangover starts to subside. It's when we jump on with y'all answering your questions, any questions you may have, life questions, trade questions, waiver wire questions, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. If you would like to be in the live chat for these bad boys, patreon.com slash BDGE. If you are wondering how you yell at me, why are you yelling is question number one. I'm not going to yell at all today because I don't have the energy in me, but I will try my best to answer your questions today. For week one, we're going to start these off with uh, some, some valuable notes for y'all that I think we will we will tackle some wide receiver cornerback matchups that I think are notable, that can give value to everybody that is not within the Q&A. So we'll get to Q&A in a minute. Everyone, thank you for uh, for hopping in, though, with me. Let me just give a quick shout-out to the people in here. Dylan was good. Sam Van Cleve, that's a fucking power name if I've ever seen one. You got rolled. What's up, dude? Victor, David, LeBron James in this bitch. Hell yeah. LeBron, how you not a, uh, why are you not a, a Patreon member of the most expensive package bro mr influence was good zen zen oh man you're doing you're gonna i almost got rid of my hangover and you just refucked me up with that name zensaku zensaku that's that's a power name as well we got a lot of power names in the house today um all right all right all right so here's we're gonna here's how we're gonna do these saturdays we're gonna rip off some um some things i want to address from thursday night football first a few of the questions that i've been getting a lot of Clyde Edwards-Hilaire on the goal line. Six goal line carries on Thursday night. As many as Le'Veon Bell had all of last year. If you own Clyde, you have to be ecstatic about the way he was used outside of the targets. Uh, this was a concern of mine. I did mention this throughout my videos a few times. I, you know, Clyde was my number five player on the big board, I think, going into the draft. So, of course, he was someone that I wanted to own if I could grab him. My one concern for Clyde was whether or not he'd get involved in the passing game. Of course, he's very good in the passing game. My my concern is that when you have Patrick Mahomes as your fucking quarterback, Mahomes is a slinger. He throws it to his weapons downfield. He's not a guy who dinks and dunks. He doesn't take what's given to him. He fucking takes whatever he wants, and that's usually downfield. So that was my one concern, but Clyde looked amazing. Clyde was making dudes miss. He was putting guys on ice skates. It's the middle of the fucking summer, and he's putting guys on ice skates. So no concern with the rushing. The goal line carries are going to be his. He's going to – all that means is that he's going to have multiple games over 30 points this year, okay? He converts one or two extra of those goal line carries. Not his fault. Doesn't mean he's bad on the goal line. I would argue that he's actually very good on the goal line. I like the smaller size guys that are nifty and shifty within tight spaces. I think he's going to be like an Aaron Jones type player. The offensive line just absolutely killed him on the goal line. Not his not his problem. They're not going to give give away goal line carries to someone else. It's still very much Clyde's job, and he's a beast, and you got to be fucking super happy with his initial performance. David Johnson. David Johnson. David Johnson. Okay? There was like... I had I must have had 50 tweets in my mentions after like the first good run David Johnson have. I'm, I'm very, very much on record saying that I faded David Johnson this year, and he was one of the guys I would not take on any of my teams. A few, a few different things I want to say first. One, he looked way better than I expected him to. I can't take that away from him. He had a fantastic game, looked good. He was also putting some dudes on skates. My, If you watch Bunk Bad Breakdowns this previous week, Here's exactly what I said. I put the video up right now, but I don't know how to do it over a live stream. I literally was like, I'm well aware that dudes like David Johnson, Todd Gurley, Le'Veon Bell are going to get a ton of touches and probably put up a lot of fantasy points within the first few weeks. Again, I'm putting my chips on the side of the table that over the long run, it won't continue that way. Okay. I also say in my first video every year that I'm going to get a whole lot of shit wrong. And so are you. So just talk a whole bunch of shit and have fun with it, right? I could be wrong on David Johnson. What I want to see, what was very encouraging, one was that he did look good on the ground. I, I don't know if I really saw a lot of explosiveness from him. What I saw was uh, the Chiefs' run defense has been legitimately the worst run defense in the NFL over the last couple of years. And uh, on Thursday night, I, I don't know if I've ever seen a worse rush def defense performance by a team. Um, so one thing I, I think next week is going to be extremely telling on – 
whether or not David Johnson's really back on the ground um, because he plays Baltimore. So I'm not going to be surprised if he ends up going for like three yards per carry next week. This Kansas City Chiefs run defense is so, so, so bad. But that being said, the way that they use David Johnson, the way that Houston used David Johnson, extremely encouraging if you own him from a PPR standpoint because he was out wide. He was in the slot. I know he didn't get like a ton, a ton, a ton of uh, targets and receptions. I think he, what did he end up with? Like four or five targets? Whatever it was, the way they were using him was really encouraging. Uh, Duke Johnson, I believe, sprained his ankle or something. So he ended up missing a lot of time throughout the game. So David Johnson played on like 80% of the snaps. We don't know what that split would have win, but David Johnson looked a lot better than Duke Johnson. They're using him in the right way. I'm, I'm, I'm curious as to see what we continue to get over the next couple of weeks of the season. Um, do we continue to see David Johnson be good on the ground? Like his touchdown run was beautiful, but I really need to see if he's doing that against, you know, just average defenses. Cause again, I don't, I'm not getting ahead of myself. Um, this is week one. If, if we did, took everything from week one from last year, guess what? Aaron Jones would have been the worst fantasy player on the year. Um, and I can go down the list of guys. That, we're not taking fucking victory laps after one week. Again, this is a 16 week season. You drafted players for 16 weeks. So, Good game by David Johnson. I, I need to see what he does against a Baltimore defense. The usage was very encouraging. All right. Let's talk some wide receiver cornerback matchups. Some guys that PFF has uh, slated to get shadowed for the week. I promise we'll, we'll jump into Q&A in a little bit. So give me like another 10 minutes or so once I get out of this um, section of the video. Deontay Johnson will be getting most likely this dude named Isaac Yadomin. Yadom. I don't know how the fuck to say his name. It doesn't matter. Uh, what, what, what my question was going to the week was, with James Bradbury coming over to New York, he was basically a shadow cover corner in Carolina. And he was really good at it. So I'm wondering, like, you know, how are they going to use him in New York? And I asked Snacks, right? Because Snacks is our in-house psychotic Giants fan. And people that are fans of the teams tend to follow the teams throughout the summer. So they have their pulse on what the beat reporters are saying, what the defense is going to do, what specific players, how they're going to be used. So I asked him, he says that their defensive coordinator, Patrick Graham, says that Bradbury will shadow will be shadowing the best wide receiver on the other team. They play Pittsburgh in week one. So I assume that they're going to put it on Juju. I think they should shadow Deontay Johnson because he's more of like a mismatch in terms of creating his own space or creating his own shot, if you want to use a basketball reference. right? I think he's a little bit more skilled on the outside and it probably makes more sense to put Bradbury out there. But if that's what the defensive coordinator is saying, they're going to put him on Juju. I think that's an upgrade for Deontay Johnson. All right, I'm going to run through these quickly. Mari Cooper is going to get Jalen Ramsey. This is going to be a high-scoring game. This is going to be a lot of passing. This is going to be fast-paced. So Ramsey was traded over to L.A. in week seven of last year. He played immediately. He was using shadow coverage immediately. Uh, and he was using shadow coverage five out of the nine games that he played with the Rams. One of those games was against the Cowboys and Amari Cooper. Ramsey shadowed Cooper for roughly 60% of his routes. Cooper had zero catches, zero yards, zero targets on those routes. He ended up finishing the game with two targets, one reception, like 19 yards, some shit like that. So, uh... Big downgrade for Cooper this week. Really tough matchup. I do think Ramsey sticks on him for the majority of the game. Uh, other shadow coverages that we are expecting to see. Adam Thielen should get J.R. Alexander. Um, he did not shadow Thielen at all last year, even though they're in division and they play a couple times. We didn't see any of that. He did shadow Diggs in one of their matchups, uh, but I'm not really too worried about it. I think Thielen is just set up to get too much, uh, too much volume in order for him not to turn out something good fantasy wise so I'm not too I'm not too worried about that PFF expects Devontae Parker to be shadowed by Stefan Gilmore now in their week two matchup last year they actually stuck Gilmore on Preston Williams and McCourty on Parker obviously um Preston Williams went down and in their second matchup week 17 we remember Devontae Parker absolutely fathered Stefan Gilmore it was like eight catches 137 yards now it's nice to see Devontae Parker do that especially against someone like Stefan Gilmore but uh, I'll be honest, man. I'm not. I'm not really uh, willing to to roll the dice and bet double zeros twice against a guy like Stephon Gilmore, the defensive player of the year. So for me, this matchup for Devontae Parker is not one that I'm actively looking to throw him into my lineup. I think I think he's maybe like my wide receiver. You guys can see the rankings, but I think he's like my wide receiver 28 or something like that. So he's pretty far down because he's going to get a really tough matchup with Stephon Gilmore. So 
those are they don't have a lot of guys that they think um they don't have a lot of guys that they think are going to get shadowed outside of these but we'll have more of a usage tree or usage uh basis foundation to work off of after next week because we'll see how players are being deployed and we'll see how defensive matchups uh, defensive schemes and you know just slot usage shit like that so we'll have more to go off of next week let's dive into some questions what's good all the way from japan what up marty Noah, sir, dude. Sir, 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 sir. Uh, sorry, sick question. Yes, this is your time to ask. I mean, y'all are Patreons. Y'all pay for this, so I can I can ask, or you can ask. I can answer anything that y'all want. But, I mean, if you have just a regular sit start and you just need to answer quickly, those are in my rankings. Uh, my rankings are posted. They are updated, like, as we get real-time updates. Uh, PPR, half PPR standard, available on Patreon, patreon.com slash BDGE. Let's get it. Half PPR, super flex. I need one running back, two wide receivers, and which quarterback to start in my super flex. So you have Miles Sanders, James White, Zach Moss, DJ Moore, Amari Cooper, Bobby Trees, Tannehill, Carr. Okay, so the two wide receivers that I'm going to rock with are DJ Moore, for sure. The matchup is just too juicy against Las Vegas, and Bobby Trees. I have Bobby Trees, I think, up at like wide receiver seven or some shit. So... We're going to go Trees. We're going to go DJ Moore. Um, like I said, Cooper with Ramsey is not a matchup I'm looking to target if I don't have to. Quarterbacks, 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 quarterbacks. We have Tannehill playing against Denver. We have Derek Carr playing against Carolina, I believe. So that's a nice matchup. I'm, I'm, I'm actually going to roll with Carr there. Uh, I'm going to throw Carr into the second quarterback spot. I think they have a big game here. And I am a little bit worried about these teams going over to, to Denver for the first week. One running back you need: Miles Sanders, James White, Zach Moss. Ooh, uh, so I'll have I'll have Miles Sanders in there. I know it's not uh, what you want to hear him being a little bit limited, probably limited on the snap counts. Um, but but I just I don't think either of those are like viable enough in half PPR. If this was full PPR, I would I might lean for James White. Uh, I like Zach Moss too, but he's not someone I want to throw in right now until we know his role. Um, so, you know, he can go out there and Devin Singletary might get 15 carries off the rip just because he's not the rookie. So, um, yeah, Mike, I would, I, I would, I would roll with Sanders there. Eric, what's cracking? Nick, what's the best mark you've ever had? Where was it? And why was it the best big facts? All right. So I think it might've been like a couple weekends ago when I went to, uh, it was in the beginning of my vlog, the pineapple club. I think that's what it was called. Um, again, I apologize for the lack of energy. I was, I was out pretty late last night. And I'm 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 just trying not to yell today. I'm also gonna I'm I'm gonna do two t-shirt giveaways to y'all Patreons today. I ordered a few samples of this shirt. I was doing different designs and shit. This one, let me know which ones you like. I have just the plain black with the white letters. I'm probably gonna put them up in the store, but I'll give away the two samples that I'm not gonna keep. Why are you yelling? And then why are you yelling in pink? I don't know what I'm gonna do for giveaways, but they'll come in time. Uh, okay. Best Marg was at the Pineapple Club, and it's because they make it with love. They really do. All of their drinks are made, like, with really natural, beautiful, organic ingredients. A lot of them are made, like, overnight. They, like, ferment different ingredients within the drinks and make it so when you taste it, you're like, oh, this is this is not made with, like, nasty-ass lime juice or some shit that you squirt in out of a fucking Windex bottle. You know what I mean? Like, most bars do it, and I don't really care. Just, you know, it's strictly business when we're drinking Marks. But this place in, in uh, I think it was the East Village, uh, the Pineapple Club, fantastic. On their opening night, they're doing a grand opening once COVID is dead. And uh, they're going to bring in a tattoo artist, and anyone who gets a pineapple tattooed on them for free the first night there um, will get 10% off for life. So you can bet your ass in one of these videos I will be hopping on, and I will have a pineapple tattoo somewhere on me. Oh, boy, we got a lot of questions. I got to run through these. Sorry if I don't go in-depth in on all the answers that we have here. Nick, BG is an amazing brand. Thank you. Thank you, my friend. Um, question. You have Ronald Jones ahead of Hunt and Lindsay. How did you, be, how did you come to that Superflex PPR? Uh, I just think that, um, I, I don't think Lindsay is going to be involved in the passing game whatsoever. I think he's been really bad over the last two years. And I think they brought in Melvin Gordon to have that. So he might get like 10 carries or so and be okay with it. But if he doesn't score a touchdown, he's going to get you like three to five points. Ronald Jones. I, I think Ronald Jones is in a similar situation to like Marlon Mack where he's the play this week. Um, cause they're comfortable with him. He's been there all summer. Like you got to remember like Leonard Fournette's an, an exciting polarizing signing for Tampa Bay, but he's only been there for a couple days. Um, so I think Ronald Jones is certainly the guy for this week. And then with Kareem Hunt, 
Um, Kareem Hunt, I, that's just a, such a tough matchup. Um, I, I would imagine Cleveland's going to have a lot of trouble getting something going on the ground. So, yeah, I mean, Hunt might end up with more uh, receptions than Rojo, but I feel much more comfortable with the workload we're going to get from Rojo than out of Hunt and Lindsey. Miles Sanders or Deshaun Jackson at Ziflex? Uh, I'll, 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 I'll lean with Miles Sanders there. Uh, I'll still stick with my boy Sanders um, just because Rager is going to be on the field. I didn't think he was going to play, and then all of a sudden it sounds like he's suiting up. Currently, if Boston Scott is Sanders handcuff and Brandon Ayuk, do I drop Ayuk or Scott to pick up Ryan Edwards or Stan Pat? Uh, I'm f- I'm, I would drop Ayuk to get Edwards, Todd. I would do that. Is Ayuk playing this week? Do we do we have an update on that? Also, I will be updating my rankings again, like throughout the um throughout the holy shit, two huge signings. Uh throughout the night. Okay. So tomorrow by kickoff, they'll all be updated to how I'm feeling. Okay, 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 okay. What the fuck was I even doing? I was checking on someone, but now we came across Cooper Cup. Rams are close to an extension with contract year Cooper Cup. That would be huge, a huge L for Van Jefferson. Um, I'm surprised that they're going to extend Cooper Cup, to be honest with you. I'm, I'm interested to see what kind of that, what money that looks like. Dalvin Cook, five-year, $63 million extension. Huge. So everybody that was high on Alexander Madison, congratulations. You just got a five-year handcuff. Now, Dalvin, that's, that's huge for Dynasty. That's huge for Dynasty. Uh, I'm going to have to update my Dynasty rankings. That will move him back up into the first round pick for sure. One of the things that we need to start valuing like really, really heavily are the running backs that get that second contract. So Dalvin Cook, the Joe Mixons, and now just most recently, Alvin Kamara. Five years, 75 million. So he got 12 more than Dalvin Cook. Holy shit. Kamara's 15.4 million per year is now behind only Christian McCaffrey. It's a huge commitment from Mickey Loomis. That is damn right. Wow. That is uh that is a big contract. That's gotta make you feel good if you're a Kamara owner in Dynasty. I don't think like anyone thought he was gonna actually sit out this year for redraft purposes. Um so congrats to Cook. Congrats to Kamara for getting the fucking bag. That is uh that's big time stuff. I'm trying to get that fucking bag. D-Jax or Marquise Brown, Sam. All right, so uh, I definitely have Djax ranked higher, but that might swap by tomorrow for a few reasons. I know Greedy Williams is out for Cleveland. Uh, Cleveland's very banged up in their secondary. So Marquise Brown, I feel like, is going to take advantage of that. And Djax has to compete with Rager now for targets, though I, I still would probably lean with Djax until we see something from Rager, until we see that he's more than playing like 40% of the snaps or he's explosive enough to get a couple targets. I'm probably going to, um, I'm probably going to still roll with Djax there. Preston Williams, Deshaun Jackson, or Deontay Johnson, half PPR from Noah. Uh, so I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna roll with Deshaun Jackson there. Pick one for flex. Have AJ Brown and Mikey T. Yeah, I'm 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 gonna roll with Djax. Get you that dub. Do you think Marcus Brown will do anything against Ward? Yeah, I mean I, it's gonna be a f- fun matchup to watch for sure. The speed is is there on both sides. Um, I, I think Marcus Brown will be fine. I'm really excited to see what uh what he does now in a full healthy year. So I'm I'm sure he'll come out and they'll have some explosion games. Or they'll they'll try to take a bunch of chances downfield in week one, like they did last year with him. Does Miles Sanders' injury make you nervous? Yes, yeah, so, I mean, yeah, of course. Uh, objectively, you have to be nervous about it. Um, I'm not too nervous about it long term. I am a little bit, but uh, for week one, I moved him down in my rankings. I think he's down at like running back seventeen or eighteen now. I'm not sure. You'd have to go check the rankings, which are posted on Patreon. It's like the third post down, I think. Sit one in PPR. Gallup at LAR. McLaurin versus Philly. Marvin Jones versus Chicago. Galladay doubtful. Boyd versus LAC. Okay, so I'm I'm gonna sit I'm gonna sit Tyler Boyd there. Uh, the other three are just I think too juicy of matchups. Um, are too juicy, and I don't I, I think Boyd's probably gonna get a lot of Chris Harris. So I'll avoid Chris Harris when I can because he's now in LA and he's their slot cornerback and Tyler Boyd is a slot wide receiver. If so facto, my TI-83 calculator tells me that Tyler Boyd is going to get a lot of Chris Harris coverage. Gallup at LAR with Ramsey on Cooper. I think that opens up for a lot of production out of Gallup in this week. Uh, McLaurin versus Philly. I'm obviously not about to sit here and tell you to sit McLaurin. And then Marvin Jones versus, yeah, without Kenny Galladay. I mean, where the fuck else are the targets going to go? Goddard at Washington or Doyle at Jacksonville, 1.5 tight end premium. Uh, yeah, I'll roll with Doyle. 
I think in the PPR type leagues, I'd rather just roll the guy who's going to get volume. I think uh, I'm, I'm not excited about Doyle this year, but I could imagine him going like five for 35 today or something, which will give you double digit points in, in uh, uh, tight end premium type league. Full PPR, you got rolled, was good. Um, full PPR, flex. Cortland Sutton, Brian Edwards, Nikhil Harry, or Hawkinson. Yeah, so I'm, I'm not going to play I'm not gonna play uh, Cortland Sutton with the shoulder injury, man. I need, to, I need to see him play before I feel comfortable doing it. I feel like there's going to be a problem. He might be like a decoy or he's going to have a problem like raising his fucking arm above his head. Um, so, yeah, Sut- Sutton's going to be a sit for me. Harry, I definitely want to see something between him and Cam before he throw, I throw him into my lineup. I'll actually go with Brian Edwards here. You got rolled. I, uh, I do think he's in for a big week one. Drop Moss for James Robinson PPR. No, I mean, James Robinson needs to be owned, but I'm definitely not dropping Moss for him. If you have other, like, if you have, like, backup quarterback or if you have, like, uh, another handcuff running back or something, I would take James Robinson over him. Looking for the ceiling play with Sanders and James White in a PPR. I'm scared Sanders won't get enough play time. Yeah, I mean... That's uh, that's a really close one. I, I mean, the, the, the problem is, like, if you're looking for a ceiling play, I don't think James White has the ceiling. I think he'll just have a good game, but this is they're going against Miami, so there's a chance that they get up pretty big and they don't really need to use James White much in the second half. So I would still probably roll with Sanders there, Gerardo. Looking for the oh, half PPR, LeBron, LeBron, uh, half PPR, super flex, 10 team. Who should I start in the flex spot? Who would you start running back? Kenyon Drake or Adam Thielen ranking said Kenyon Drake, but I'm worried about the wildfires canceling the game. Uh, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely going to take Drake there. I'll take the running back over the wide receiver in most flex options. Um, I don't, I don't, I'm not really sure how like Yahoo and these platforms are going to handle if that game is canceled. I, I just did see something on Twitter that the, uh, the air quality is supposed to go dramatically uh, down. Well, air quality is going to get better, I'm saying, by Sunday. So I think they should be fine playing. If Tampa Coleman sits, then I think that makes, you know, Kenyon Drake even more of an enticing... Uh, I, I don't know why I said uh, Tevin Coleman. Um, he's on the other fucking team. I think... Uh, I, yeah, I, I would just take Kenyon Drake, man. I, I, I don't know how the platforms will mess around with it, but I don't think it's going to end up being a problem. What's your general rule for starting a defense that one of your wide receivers is going against? It's a good question. I literally just did that in E-Town Get Down. I started Will Fuller, and I played the Kansas City Chiefs defense. I've been trying to tell you all that the Chiefs defense is going to be the skeleton key, is going to be the savior for a lot of teams this year, man. They only ended up like seven or eight points on uh, on Thursday night, but like my principle, the reasoning behind it, like I had this exact tweet. I'm probably going to retweet it next week when the Chiefs blow the fuck up. You want team, you want defenses that one are actually like low key good in real life, and the Chiefs' defense is good, just not against a rush, but very good against a pass, which is what you want in a, in a defense. They make every other team throw the ball, which leads to sacks and interceptions and forced fumbles. They left like nine sacks on the field. They were about five yards away from a pick six, and they left so many sacks on the field because because of Deshaun Watson. When they're not playing against Deshaun Watson, they're gonna have like seven sacks a game. It's gonna be silly. All right. So Chiefs defense, I'm fine playing the wide receivers against the defenses. At the end of the day, you just want to play the fantasy players that are going to have the most fantasy points. So I don't fight. It, it makes me feel uneasy, but like I'm not at the end of the day, I'm not going to make a sit start decision based on that. I'd rather just play the guys who I think are going to have the most points. How do you feel about Cam Akers this week after they put him third on the depth chart? Uh, I think Henderson will be limited still. I don't think he's going to get much play time. I think Akers is going to split. I think he gets 40% of the touches. I think Brown gets 40%, and then Henderson probably gets the other 20. So uh, I like Akers. I think he's more of like a flex play, and I'd, I'd be comfortable putting him into my flex spot. Victor was good. Which two running backs this week? Half PPR. Mixon, Mostert, Dobbins, White, Jay Taylor, Breda. Uh, so it's it's... Definitely Mixon. He's definitely your RB1. And then I'll take Mostert. I think uh, I think Mostert's another guy that like I'm not excited to have for season long, but I think week one, it makes a lot of sense. And what I was saying with Tevin Coleman, the air quality, if he doesn't end up playing, obviously that's wheels up. You know, I've been working on my whistling so much lately. Somehow I, I, I got to fucking fully, fully fucking bike my whistling. I, I like forgot how to whistle for some reason. Like I didn't know how to whistle anymore. And I could only do it when sucking in. 
But all I've done all quarantine is just walk around whistling like an annoying piece of shit. And it worked. And it worked. So if you ever want to learn how to do something, just do it until everyone hates you. Works for me. Uh, mixing and Mostert. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm not going to throw any of those other guys into the lineup until we see what kind of role that they actually have. Dobbins, Jay Taylor, Breda. And I, I, I just like the ceiling of Mostert more than I like James White. What's good? What's good? What's good? How many questions we got? About a zillion of them. Zam. All right. Hello, Nick. Do you think Matt Safford can have a good game without Kenny G out there? Uh, yeah. I, I'm i a little hesitant to throw Stafford in there. I think uh, it's a tough matchup against Chicago, as always. And without his number one wide receiver, it's going to be a little bit tougher. But they don't really have the running backs to rely on. Like, this is what's going to AP is going to get, like, 15 carries somehow. Um. So if I have another good option, I'd probably roll with them over Matt Stafford. So uh, I think he can have a good game, of course, but I'm, I wouldn't bank on it. Would you start Kasiki or Jarwin? Uh, give me Jarwin. Give me Jarwin. Uh, I, I think like everyone's going to benefit from just the fast pace, the high tempo offense of Dallas, LA, and Dallas going back and forth, and Ramsey on Cooper makes all the passing options in Dallas a little bit more enticing. Black shirt is the best. Ooh, oh, wow. I'm really behind on these questions. So I got Chubb, Jacobs, Drake, full PPR. Should I replace any of them in the flex for Deshaun Jackson or Tyler Boyd? Got Thielen and Bobby Trees for my other wide receivers. Also got Wentz go for the stack. Okay, so no, I think you're, I think you're, Eric, I think you're beautiful where you are. Chubbs, Jacob, Drake, boom. Don't, don't fuck around with that. Thielen and Bobby Trees over Deshaun Jackson, Tyler Boyd. Yes. Galladay out. Start one. Jarvis, JT, or Anthony Miller. Uh, Scotty, what kind of league are we talking here? PPR or, um, PPR or standard or what, what's going on there? I'm, I'm probably I'm probably going to go with JT here. I, I don't have a lot of faith in Jarvis Landry. I think with the hip injury, I think they're going to be limiting him, and I don't think they're going to have a lot of success against Baltimore's defense anyways. Why are you yelling in pink? Breast cancer awareness. Yes, sir. Uh, breast cancer awareness starts next month, though. My, uh, my mother had breast cancer as well. Uh, she beat it, thankfully. Um, but we are on team fuck breast cancer, of course. She did a walk in Manhattan one year, 26 miles. She did a marathon walk. I don't know how the fuck her feet held up after that. It was ridiculous. Someone told me I had to walk 26 miles right now. I'd jump off the roof probably instead. Boston Scott or Ingram? Uh, definitely Ingram. Definitely Ingram. Ingram's another one of those guys that I don't want for season long, but in the beginning, he's going to have a massive role, and this is uh, – I think Baltimore can – might beat up on Cleveland today and give Ingram like one or I, I can see Ingram going like 14 for, for 62 and two touchdowns today. Do you typically recommend just looking at your weekly rankings and making your starting lineup just based off of that? Even if that means benching someone like Amari Cooper. Yeah. I mean, that's the way I do my, my rankings are basically just how I would sit, start people. Um, so in with Cooper, like seeing a lot of Jalen Ramsey, He's not a guy that I want to have in my lineup. Like, obviously, most people won't have the luxury because they used him in the third or fourth round, or they used their pick in the third or fourth round on a guy like Amari Cooper. But, you know, if the matchups dictate that you have other guys above him, like three or four better options, then I'm going to do that. Just because he's a big name doesn't mean he's the best start for this week. But I said just put everything behind in context, man, you know? Um, you're going to like some guys that I don't like and vice versa, so... You know, go with your gut at the end of the day because I don't want you being fucking mad at me about making a wrong sit. Sit starts are, are, they're coin flips, man. Oh, they always are. Like, if someone tells you that they could fucking do it better than somebody else, they're probably not lying. They probably do it better than me, but you get the point. 12 team league, half PPR. Is Edmonds worth the number one priority pickup with drop Bernard? Uh, I would rather, yeah, I would rather have Chase over Bernard. I don't, I definitely would not use my number one waiver wire pickup on him, though. You don't have Montgomery listed. I know I don't want him either. Oh, I do have to put Montgomery back in here. I just kind of assumed he wasn't playing. Let me throw him back into the... I'll, I'll do this live for you. So we're going to put Montgomery in there. We're gonna, uh, where am I going to have him? Let me pull him. I hate doing rankings on Fantasy Pros, bro. It's the worst. I would put David Montgomery underneath Zach Moss. I'm going to put him right above Philip Lindsay, right below Jonathan Taylor. So he is my 74th overall flex ranking, and he is my...
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. RB31. Um, I think he will be limited still. I don't think we're going to see a full snap share out of David Montgomery that we would have seen had he not been hurt. So that is where David Montgomery is for me. Christian Kirk or Curtis Samuel is my last flex half point PPR. Uh, man, I don't know what Curtis Samuel is going to do in this offense. I feel a lot more comfortable. It w- obviously, wouldn't be surprise me if Curtis Samuel had a better game, but I feel more comfortable with Christian Kirk in my lineup. Is Madison worth the drop with the Cook contract? Uh, yeah, probably. If you own Dalvin Cook, hold on to him. If you don't, I think it's. I'm not like dropping him just for the sake of dropping him, but I, I you're never gonna have a week where you could actually throw him into your lineup unless Cook's hurt. Mm-hmm. I, I literally can't stop. I can't stop whistling. What's wrong with me? Um, two running back. I got to grab a water. I'll be right back. Uh, let me answer this last question for Ghost. Two running backs, two wide receivers, one flex PPR. Which two of the three would you start? A.J. Brown, Julian Edelman, Tyler Boyd. Which gives you more confidence week one? Uh, I, again, I would probably sit Tyler Boyd because I think he's going to get a lot of Chris Harris action this week. So I'm going to roll with Brown and Edelman. Oi, oi, caramba. Traded my 104 in my dynasty startup for a 3, 4, 6, and 2020 second. Did I do as good as I think I did? Yeah, I mean, just look back at how that ended up, you know, turning out. Like, I'm assuming you already made the, the uh, you already had the draft. So now you can look at the three players that you took and then versus the one player. That went at the 104. I'm sure you're. I'm sure you'll end up being happy with it. Do you still like Renfro over Edwards this year in PPR? Have you changed your stance on that? I took Renfro over Edwards in redraft and having slight regrets on it. Uh, at this point, yeah, I'd probably take Edwards straight up, but it's tough to say. They have a they have a tough schedule after week one. They play against. Let me pull up their schedule. So what I think is going to happen is Edwards will have a big, big week one. And everyone's going to get excited about him. And then they play the Saints, the Patriots, the Bills, the Chiefs, the Bucks. Uh, I guess the Chiefs and the Bucks aren't necessarily terrifying. But the next three games, Saints, Patriots, Bills, I would be surprised if we saw a bunch of big games out of Edwards. Um, the, the good thing about a guy like Hunter Renfro is typically like the slot is not necessarily affected by just like good passing teams when they're going to get shadowed by a guy like Chris Harris it matters but there are very few opposite cornerbacks that just like shadow the slot Um, and that is like one specific example Uh, otherwise like I don't get nervous about playing a slot receiver against a good passing defense because that typically doesn't matter when they're not on the outside so um, it's really close I, I wouldn't say like I have a strong pull towards either of them Take some activated charcoal pills before going to sleep and you'll never have a hangover again. I feel like I don't believe that. Uh, activated charcoal pills, huh? I used to do, like, brush my teeth with activated charcoal. Made my teeth white as shit. But then, like, it got super annoying to do because it was so fucking messy. And I'm like, I'm, I'm done. I'm done putting charcoal in my face hole. So that's my thoughts about that. Huh? What do you got to say about that? What say you now? I'm sorry. I'm fucking out of pocket right now. I'm sweating. I got like I I got like I got the meat sweats. I didn't even eat fucking meat today. I gotta go to New I gotta go back to New Jersey after this. My friend's moving to Vegas in October and he's having like a going away party. I'm in no condition to go there right now. I could see the defeat in my eyes. 
I don't look good. I don't look good at all. Half PPR Dynasty have no first round pick for rookie draft. I have Jacobs, Eckler, Dobbins, and Jay Taylor. What return would you want for Dobbins, Taylor, each in terms of first round picks? Or would you? I would keep all of them. If you could play, if you could play all of them, if you got two flex spots, that is a beautiful stack of running backs, Koenig. Beautiful. Preston Williams or Parker, Michael? Uh, I'm. I won't get too cute. I'll probably roll Parker. Victor, would you drop either Jarwin or Gasicki to keep one tight end half PPR and get Edwards? Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I think uh, I'm probably fine dropping Gasicki. I don't expect a big game, so I don't think he'll be like a priority pickup right now. So I, w- I would take Edwards over Gasicki. James Hodge, Nick, you ever been to the Mexican place Hell's Kitchen in HK? Best market in NYC, 51st and 9th. Yes, uh, that is extremely close to my apartment, actually. Um, been there quite a few times. I don't really remember. Maybe I, sc- maybe I scored their marks. Let me check. It'll be on my Instagram story. Do, 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 do. Zoo, 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 zoo. I'm moving in fucking, I'm moving like jello today. Where are you? Tacuba, Hell's Kitchen, Westville, Elder Green, Rita's HK. I think Rita's is where I went, but they're like right next to Hell's, it's right next to Hell's Kitchen. So maybe I haven't, I'll have to, uh, I'll have to try that out for you. Chark, Sanders, Swift, Boyd, or Scott for flex. Holy shit. Shark, Sanders, Swift, Boyd, or Scott for flex. So you need one of them. If you need one of them, I'm probably going to roll with DJ Chark there. Sanders is like very... Sanders might even be ranked a little bit higher, but I think because you have such a good option, I, I would I would roll with Chark there, Todd. What's up, big dog? What up, influence? Full PPR, redraft. Got Miles Sanders and Boston Scott. Dare I start Scott over Sanders? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to do that. I'll probably sound like a fucking idiot when this video is looked back on next week, but I'm I'm not gonna play Scott over Sanders. Uh, 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 oh boy. What is your favorite food truck style food? Uh I keep it simple. I think tacos are probably the the goat the goat go to for um for food trucks. It's crazy how good food from food trucks can come out. Like you think it's like you think it'd be a knockoff version of a restaurant, but there it usually comes out better. I, I I like rarely ever go to food trucks though. They don't they're not set up around me over here. They were in Brooklyn. I should have went to them more often, but um I don't know. I don't eat at food trucks often. I wish I wish I had like a go-to. What is your dream car slash bike? Oh, my dream car is I almost bought it last year. My dream car is a, G, a Jeep Wrangler, a Jeep Wrangler that you could take the top off of. That's literally it. I'm a simple man. I like. It's why I I ride on fucking bikes all the time. It's why I want a Jeep. I just it just it's fucking freeing. It feels so good to have the top off and just like getting smacked in the face. So my, yeah, my dream cars are, it's not really, a, I just can't have a fucking car in Manhattan, unfortunately. I miss driving. I mi- I really do miss driving. But I also didn't buy it because like you can't really drive it in the winter. I mean, you can drive it in the winter, obviously, but like it's appeal for me. I would have to move to like California or something and then buy a Jeep with the top off. That's what I would do. Scotty Rodriguez with the top off and a Corona. Yeah, just just not at the same time, my friend. Don't drink and drive. Just drink and bike. I actually biked home last night. I didn't, like, I'm actually not going to talk about that. I bear, I don't even remember biking home last night. Full PPR. Carson or Chark and Flex. Five-point bonus for 100 yards. Interesting. Uh, I, I'm going to be honest, man. Now, nah, if it's my team, I'm I'm gonna 
if it's my team, I would put Carson in there, but I'm a little bit nervous. We're not going to see the type of workload that we expect out of Carson now. I don't like all these reports coming out about Carlos Hyde and shit. You know, like normally I would just write him off and be like, "Yeah, it's Carlos Hyde," but it's also fucking um, Pete Carroll, and he's a psycho. Like, what are you doing, Pete Carroll? Just putting in weird players for no fucking reason other than to piss us off as fantasy players. So I would go with Carson, but like, it's close, and I. I want to tell you, Chark. I want it. This is this. I'm having an inner conflict right now. I want to tell you, Chark. Do go go with Chark. Go with Carson. Go with Chark, bro. Go with your heart and go with Chark. Do with whatever the fuck I just did. You want to? Goff or Brady? And do I flex OBJ or Marvin Jones? Okay, so we have Goff against Dallas. Brady against. Okay, I'm gonna go with Jared Goff there. I think the Rams offense is going to... I think this game is just going to have like 57 points scored in it. And Goff's going to go over 300 yards for sure. And Brady without Mike Evans, I'd I'd rather just take Goff. And I'll I'll take Marvin Jones over OBJ, actually. I really will do that. Without Galladay. God damn it, I'm good. Oh, all right. All right. What do we got? Would you trade Fournette for Gordon and Akers half PPR redraft? Whoa, for real? Fuck yeah. Yo, smash that shit right now, Eric. You can get Melvin Gordon and Cam Akers for Fournette. Skirt. Skirt on it. Whistle on that shit right now. Half PPR, pick one. Boyd, Deontay Johnson, Christian Kirk, Devontae Parker. Oh, 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 oh. Give me, mm. that's so tough. Let me see where I have them ranked. I'd imagine Parker Boyd and Deontay are all like really close to each other. Yeah, I I actually have Boyd a little bit higher than I thought. I have Boyd as wide receiver 26. Parker is 32. Deontay is 34. So going by my rankings, I'll stick with that. I'll go with Boyd. My bad, King. I got a lot of them here. Sometimes I just I just miss him. Full PPR. Drop McKinnon, Chenault, or Paris Campbell to pick up your boy Brian Edwards. Uh yeah, I'm I'm fine. I wouldn't drop McKinnon because if Coleman doesn't play and McKinnon carves out a role in week one, he's gonna be a thing for the rest of the season, I think. I'm fine drop uh I'm I'm fine dropping Paris Campbell for Brian Edwards. James Robinson or Miles Sanders. Yeah, I, I don't my cock is not big enough to tell you to, to go with James Robinson here. I, at at the end of the day, guys, it's still the Jaguars. It is still the Jaguars, and I I don't really want their starting running back in my lineup. What are your thoughts on Jared Cook for this year, full PPR? Uh, I mean, I I love Jared Cook. I love Jared Cook. Slight downgrade in in PPR, full PPR, because he won't get the volume that some other tight ends will get, but uh, I'm a huge fan of Jared Cook this year. I think think he smashes. Rams signed Cooper Cup to a three-year, $48 million extension. Okay, so slightly shorter term deal, but Cooper Cup was a little bit older in age already. He came into the league semi-old. So he settles for $20 million. Oh, never mind. $16 million a year. So less than what Keenan Allen just got, obviously. That's that's big. That's good. So Cooper Cup and Robert Woods are locked up for a little while. They have Van Jefferson as their three. Interesting. Would you trade Dalvin Cook and Minshew for Carson Wentz, Cam Akers, and Terry McLaurin? I also have Miles Sanders and J.K. Dobbins. Uh, no, I, I I probably wouldn't do that. I think Dalvin Cook is by far and away the best player in that trade, and he's he's a league winner if he's on the field. Um, so if I'm giving away Dalvin Cook, I need something like very elite getting back to me. All right, for the giveaway, for the t-shirts, honestly, just like the first two comments that I read in in the actual comment section of the video, not in the Q&A chat, the first two comments that I read that make me laugh win the giveaway. How do you feel 
about Hollywood Brown going up against the Brown secondary. Uh, I think it's going to be really exciting, and I think he beats them, and I think he plays really well today. And I think uh, Greedy Williams is out, so it's just him versus Denzel Ward. And we should see some shadow coverage. Let me see uh, how often Denzel Ward shadowed last year. Let's check it out. This is available on Pro Football Focus, but it is behind a paywall, unfortunately. Shadow coverage matrix. Denzel Ward shadowed one time last year against Corey Davis in week one. He did miss a lot of time, I believe, right? Didn't he miss like four weeks or something with a hamstring? I don't remember. Uh, but I guess it doesn't seem like they're going to use shadow coverage. Maybe they do it just because Marquise is like the only proven wide receiver in Baltimore. Um, but I, I, I like I like Hollywood for sure. For tequila, you're a Reposado, Blanco, Anaejo, or Mezcal kind of guy, or all of them like me. Uh, I like any tequila, but I, I like the silver tequila. I like the light tequila, um, typically because I'm making drinks with them. I like taking shots of them too, I guess. Shots, I don't care. It's like... Just high quality. I don't. I don't really care about the zip color. Um, but for margaritas, I, yeah, obviously got to go blanco. I fucking hate when they make margs with dark tequila. I'm like, what, baby? What is you doing? Djax or Jonathan Taylor, full PPR, definitely give me Djax. There, big dogs. What are the Saturday vibes for the big dogs? Um, well, as I've said a few times, I uh, I'm nursing a hangover. But I have to go to my friend's going away party at 3 o'clock today in New Jersey. Um, I actually literally have to go over to Penn Station probably right after this. I, I need to shower. I'm a fucking mess right now. I'm a fucking mess. Mess. My friend, I'm going to show up. My friends are going to be like, get the fuck out. Get out. I'm going to be like, you fucking, do you promise? I'm going right back home. It's beautiful. Oh, I love Pakistan. I mean, I, I guess. Okay. Half PPR super flex. Would you start Miles Sanders or Adam Thielen for flex? Love the content so far. Uh, I'm I'm gonna roll. I'm gonna roll with Adam Thielen there because of the injury reports that keep popping up about him. So, uh, yeah, the fact that you have a choice like Adam Thielen to go with. I, I would I would lean there. I have updated my rankings, so I have Thielen above Miles Sanders if that was coming from uh, the rankings I had up until this morning. Gurley going to be MVP this year. I mean, like, I don't really have the energy. Koenig, stop, like, just saying ignorant shit. I just, I don't have the energy to fight you right now. I'd fight the fuck out of you if you walked in here. You'd probably kick my ass, but it'd still be fun. I have Russell Wilson. I really want to stack him with Lockett. I'm thinking about offering Cam Akers for him straight up. Thoughts on on that um yeah full ppr I'm, i have no problem going lock it over acres love that stack love it it's like the Dwayne wade gif animal gonna win your league this year wrote shut your mouth i play animal week one we're in a matchup week one i had kelsey fuller and the chiefs defense so i got like 36 or 38 points or some shit i don't even know Put Molly on her drink and she ain't even know it. The Black Hippie remix of You and You Know is just fucking too good. I've listened to it 35 times this morning. Jeeps are like the jorts of cars, I guess. I don't care. My boy Snacks was faded on draft night. Bro, he really like... He really... uh like showed up to the headquarters at two o'clock, like wasted him and animal drove in and he was drinking in the car on the way here. And I could see it like snacks. One of those people, like we all got those friends that like when they start getting drunk, they, like you could see it in their eyes. Like they're just looking through your soul. Like they're no longer communicating with you. They're like communicating through you. That, that was snacks when he showed up and I was like, dude, we're not drafting for another five hours. And he just continued to drink. Um, so yeah, of course he got wasted and then Steve just feeding him tequila didn't help. Yeah. Smacking his nut was, uh, was fantastic. And, and Scott just ripping him with the fucking, uh, <laughs> hello darkness, my old friend. That shit had me dying. I'm thinking of starting cam over Wentz because I'm going to need the massive upside since miles might be benched for me thoughts. Uh, yeah, I, I don't, I, I don't hate that. I, I 
think Cam could kind of be a trap play this week, to be honest. I'm, I kind of want to see, like, what kind of offense they're running over there or if he's taken off from outside the pocket or what. But, like, yeah, I, I could totally see this being a trap game for both of these quarterbacks, to be honest. Like, the offensive line super banged up in Philly. Their weapons are already banged up. Like, we'll see. We'll see. But um, I, I would probably lean Cam there just based on matchups, too. Nick, since you've been playing fantasy for so many years, what's the player you've owned that you've had the most fun with? Uh, Eckler last year was awesome. I had Eckler in like every league. And uh, when he would just bomb off for like those 60-yard touchdowns, I, I lost my shit like every time. I think my favorite player was Arian Foster. Arian Foster, the year he broke out, um, I had picked him up in most of my leagues, like right before week one games kicked off. He was unowned everywhere. And I picked him up and then he went nuts. And uh, I've had so much fun cheering. I had so much fun cheering for a dude like Aaron Foster. And he's like a cool dude. So I follow him on like Twitter. And he's he's always like one of those fun guys to um, to just like hear his thoughts on shit. Because he's a, we he's a weirdo. But I, I like weird people. So I'd say Aaron Foster and probably Austin Eckler last year. What's the website used for cornerback matchups again? Okay, so there's one behind the paywall. So Pro Football Focus, PFF.com has their wide receiver cornerback matchups thing. But again, it's you have to pay for the premium or the one of the packages. It's like $30 for the year. On Player Profiler, though, playerprofiler.com, um, they, they will be putting matchups on their site, I think, after week one. I don't think they have them up now because they don't have any data from this season about the cornerbacks. But going forward, uh, playerprofiler.com will have on each wide receiver page the matchups. Um, so that's free for you guys to use. So that's good. Damn, I'd be skipping over questions. Sorry, bro. I don't do it on purpose. Like sometimes it just doesn't catch my eye. I get sucked into certain questions. What I don't know what you asked me, Kenneth. Sorry. My rage scale was going through the roof when CH couldn't get into the end zone two or three more times. Could have easily had a 30-point game. Yeah, I mean, listen, he's going to have a few 30, 30 fucking burgers this year. That's the that, that was like the key point I made. As soon as Damian Williams opted out. Like I, I said, this at a hundred times over the summer, Kansas city running backs with Mahomes under center in those games where he started average 1.74 touchdowns per game. Like we saw why that the fuck is the case on Thursday night. Clyde easily could have had four touchdowns. Big D, <laughs> big D out of the next 20 Saturdays. What are the chances you will hang? You'll be hung over 20 out of those. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't typically go out on Fridays. To be honest, I usually am not hungover on Saturday mornings. If I did, that's why I stopped doing live streams on Sundays for the most part. Because if I do go out on the weekends, it's usually Saturday, and I'm usually hungover on a Sunday. This was just a different case where, like, I was, I, I made plans with somebody, and they could only hang out on on Friday, so I had to do it Friday. And if so, facto, tequila is my fucking boss, and here we are. So I will, I will say, I will only be hungover on these Saturday live streams. Four times out of the next 20. If you were a male stripper, what would your name be? Mine would be Girthquake. That's pretty good. I've never thought about that. I don't know if I could think of one off the top of the rip. Um, maybe I'll give maybe I'll give one of one of the best one of the t-shirts away to the best male stripper name for me. Full PPR, Hayden Hurst or Smith? Uh, give me Hurst. Give me Hayden Hurst. Where did you find Stevie One Chain? Uh, we went to the same high school. He's just he's just a kid from town, bro. He's just a kid from my hometown. He's just probably the funniest person I know in the world. I wish I can like get him more involved. He just like doesn't know shit. Obviously, he doesn't know anything about. Not that he doesn't know anything about football. He's like a lifelong Jets fan and he loves football, but he's not like uh, not a big like fantasy head, as you can see. He just he drafts players he doesn't even know the fucking names of. When things get better next year, you plan on doing the NYC draft? Oh, oh, for sure, for show. for show. I gotta stop yelling. My neighbor told me to fuck myself last night. She was pissed about something. I don't really remember what she was angry about, though. I should text her and apologize. I don't know what I did. Fuck. Um, 
I got to stop doing that, like having thoughts in my mind and then saying them out loud. When things get better, yeah, we're doing the NYC draft. Obviously, we couldn't do it this year because we couldn't have people traveling from all over the place and nothing's open, so we couldn't go out. But now, oh, next year, we will be we'll be fucking bike and better than ever. We'll have better production than we've ever, just like with the E-Town get down. I was stepped up this year. We had a cameraman following around. We have multiple camera setups going around. Like next year's NYC draft is going to be a fucking movie. A really, really going to be a feature film. And I can't wait. So yeah. Oh, oh we'll be bike next year. Better than ever. Woody Harrell's. <laughs> That's fucking dumb. Fucking Marty. Shut your mouth. I traded Aaron Jones, Josh Allen and Robbie Anderson for Lamar. 12 team PPR Superflex. Did I fuck up? Woo, that's a hefty, uh, that's a hefty haul. Um, it, it, I would say it would depend on who your other running back is. Like, obviously, the upgrade from Allen, uh, Robbie Anderson is kind of a non-factor for me, but the upgrade from Allen to Lamar is beautiful. If, if, uh, if your running backs are straight behind Aaron Jones, I, I don't hate it. I'm a little late. But at least I came. That's what she said. That's what she said. Very nice, Thomas. One flex, full PPR. Marquise Brown or David Montgomery? Yeah, we're not going to throw David Montgomery into our lineups this week if we don't have to. So we'll go Marquise. Marquise Hollywood. Brown. You need to get some box braids. Again, y'all, for any of those that are watching, if you want my rankings, access to my rankings so you don't have to ask any sit-star questions, patreon.com slash B-D-G-E. That's also where you'll get access to this live stream. If you want to be in the chat and ask me questions, you could do that. Uh, Antonio, yes, I did. I, I said I would go with Jared Goff. No Mike Evans, easier matchup, fast paced for Jared Goff. I like the I like that Cowboy LA Rams matchup. Um, box braids. What's that mean? I need to get box braids. Full PBR this week. Flex Thompson or Marquise Brown. Marquise Brown. Who would be a realistic trade to offer if I'm packaging Carson and Parker looking for a better wide receiver? Okay, that's interesting. That's a lot. I think uh, you should try to pull that off sooner rather than later before people realize that Preston Williams is the wide receiver one there and uh, Carlos Hyde gets too much work. But I think that um, that package should score you something nice in the wide receiver one range. Like you could probably pull off... uh, you should be able to pull off something real. I, I would try for something like Chris Godwin if you could. Um, if not, then something in like the Adam Thielen, DJ Moore, maybe Robert Woods range, which you should easily be able to pull off because those guys weren't going that much further ahead than Devontae Parker. But I, w- I would go like with one of those. If you can't get a higher tier guy like the Chris Godwins or something and you have to settle for a lower one, see if you can get something in the running back department back, even if it's like a lower end RB2 or something. I traded Adams and Fournette for Zeke full PPR. Did I screw that one up? Uh, no, I don't, I think it's a fair trade. I think it's fine. Depending on what your wide receiver depth behind Adams was, I'm I'm sure it's fine. So I, I think I like the move for you. Scotty Miller, high lifetime since Evans is out. High lifetime? What's that mean? Uh, I love me some Scotty Miller. I got him on a lot of taxi squads. <sighs> Buying the patty, definitely worth it. Uh, yeah, that's what we're calling Patreon from now on, the patty. Get access to the patty, baby. Big dog patty. Besides yourself, who do you think is the best and worst team in the E-Town get down? Uh... I don't really, I, I I don't think I really like looked at all the teams afterwards. I think I think George, who was the number one pick, who fucking had C Mac, Lamar Jackson, and Julio fall to him at the one two three. Like it's hard to fuck up after that start. So I think George has a really good team. Uh, worst teams, man. If Animal didn't pick those fucking six shitty ass running backs in a row, he could have had a good team. All right, homies, uh, I'm about to hop off. I gotta get in the shower. Y'all probably can smell me from here. So thank you all for joining me. Thank you for sticking with me. Thank you for uh, hitting the thumbs up because I know you didn't fucking do it, but I'm thanking you ahead of time because I want you to hit the thumbs up button and I want you to subscribe to the channel if you're new. And I want to say good luck to you in week 
one. We will be bike next Saturday. We will be bike next Saturday. Next Saturday. And every Saturday, henceforth and afterwards, to do this live stream. Sorry, I, I didn't mean to yell there. I had to yell at least one time. Um, so that's it. I love y'all. Good luck in your matchups tomorrow. The rankings will be updated. Peace.